Welcome to Budweiser's weekday sports beat. I'm catching on the hosel, right? Yeah, right, right. Moving my head. Yeah. Clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My sling feels like an unfolding lawn chair. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. Uh, tears in his eyes, I guess. Four, please. Darren Pritchett is now broadcasting. Oh, wow! In your life have you seen anything like that? On Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Darren's still on vacation. Me for one more day. I'm Jim Irizarry. You get me for one more day. I know it's Thursday. But here, here's what's going on over the next couple of days as far as uh, as far as this program goes, okay? Uh, so, going to get through the show today and, you know, go off the air 645 for South Bend Cubs baseball. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to Chicago <laughs> to get LASIK surgery. So, there we go. I'm not, I, I'm, pro, you know, the fact that I'm going to Chicago and also the fact that, uh, uh, according to my wife, uh, my eyes will be swollen shut. Uh, I'm not going to be coming in and doing a radio show tomorrow. No, 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 no. I'm going to be off, hopefully realizing my dream of either, you know, x-ray and or heat ray vision. That is what they do with, with LASIK surgery, right? You know, in addition to correcting your vision and all that, they give you x-ray and or heat ray vision. Like, they give you the choice beforehand, right? Kind of like an a la carte option. So that's what's going on tomorrow. Uh, you'll hear CBS Sports in this at this time tomorrow. Uh, Darren will be back on Monday, though. So fear not. It's, it's just for a day. Okay? Okay. Uh... Yeah, my, my, my wife had it done, and <laughs> like the first day, you know, the first night anyway, she, uh-uh, <laughs> she, was, <laughs> she was not doing anything. In fact, if you've never had it done before, uh, you basically have to sleep like from the time it's done until like the next day. I'm getting mine done in like the middle of the day tomorrow. So I'm going to be taking a lot of sleeping pills tomorrow. That's just how it is. <laughs> the eye doctor said, oh, just get a couple cocktails in you. You'll be fine. Nope. I'm going to need a little bit more. I'm going to need a little bit more than that. <laughs> just, just to stay unconscious, unconscious from... You know, middle of the day tomorrow until Saturday morning. And then I get to drive back to Chicago. Which, you know, that that's a that's a hoot at five dollars a gallon. <sighs> so but it's all worth it. It's uh I, I, I've worn glasses since I've been not since I was nine years old. Eight or nine. Eight or nine. Uh so like better part of thirty five years I have worn glasses or contacts whichever um i'm sick of getting smudges on my lenses my eyes don't like contact lenses anymore and uh 
Yeah, I, I'm just sick of smudges on my lenses and also, uh, you know, sick of <laughs> my dogs basically <laughs> smudging up the lenses like as soon as I clean them. As soon as I clean them every day. So that's, that's kind of what's going on tomorrow. Am I scared? Apparently like the 10 minutes during the surgery where, <laughs> according to my wife, your vision is pitch black. That's the most terrifying 10 minutes of your life. Outside of that, it was fine. So I may be yelling in the middle of a surgery. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, have my, I'll have my wife in the, uh, in the waiting room just recording in case all of a sudden she just hears. Hang on a sec. Just so I don't blend. <laughs> For like 10 minutes straight. If that happens, I'm posting it online. All of my social media, by the way. Find, find it at jimonsports.com. <laughs> possible, possible yelling and or crying video. Possibly coming tomorrow, okay? So you got that to look forward to. Uh, speaking of social media, we kind of got to cool it on, on social media, you know? We... we, we We got to tap the brakes a little bit. This comes from a story about uh, about the Dolphins' Tyreek Hill. Of course, formerly of the Chiefs, traded to Miami. Uh, Tyreek Hill said on the newest episode of his podcast that he received death threats on social media after he said he thought Tua Tagovailoa was a more accurate passer than Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Hill said on the second episode of It Needed to Be Said, which was released on Tuesday, on every social media account I own, I got death threats. Hill, like I said, was traded by the Chiefs to the Dolphins this offseason, said on the first episode of his podcast that Mahomes had, quote, the strongest arm, but as far as accuracy-wise, I'm going with Tua all day, unquote. He also said that Mahomes might struggle without him and that he was underused last season in Kansas City, despite leading the team with a career-high 111 catches. Not sure how that's underused unless you were just counting on being the only wide receiver on the team last year. <laughs> don't worry about that quadruple team. You'll Don't get me wrong, I think you could probably outrun it still, but maybe knock that down to maybe like a double team, huh? I just feel like a lot of people overreacted for no reason. They really didn't see what I said. A lot of people are just acting off of emotion, Hill said on the episode released on Tuesday. Um, We're now to the point where we're sending death threats to athletes for innocuous comments that they make on podcasts. Let's tap the brakes a little bit, okay? Let's take, let's you know just step back for a second. This is the kind of thing that the new guy on the team says, you know, especially the new stud receiver on the team says to ingratiate himself to his new quarterback. That's all that is. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I chuckled. <laughs> 
I, I will admit, absolutely. As far as accuracy-wise, I'm going with Tua all day. It got a chuckle for me. I laughed at it. I think it's wrong. I, I think it's totally inaccurate. Even being, you know, armchair quarterback like I am. But death threats? Mahomes said last week that he was a little surprised uh, by Hill's comments. He speculated that Hill's comments probably had something to do with trying to get his podcast some stuff and get it rolling. Yeah, there's that. You got to create some buzz somehow in the giant vacuous space that is social media. How do you make a new podcast stand out, especially when damn near everybody has one? Everybody, and some of their grandmothers, has one. How do you stand out? You know, like, I'm sure Tyreek Hill's not the first player to have a podcast. We all know about Draymond Green's podcast and <laughs> and the roller coaster ride that that can be. You know, the, the players having podcasts, not a new thing. But there's a ton of players. So how do you make it make your stand out? Throw a little heat. Throw a little heat someone's way. And chances are, we in the media, especially uh, on you know the, the week of June 20th, 2022, with no NBA fi- you know NBA season's done. We got the draft, but you know you can only talk about mock drafts so long before your eyes fall out. And baseball's in, you know, the dog days of summer. We, we need something, right? Like, even, you know, even college football, you know, the news cycle there is kind of slowed down for a little bit up and, you know, kind of waiting for practices to start. Waiting for fall camp to start. Same thing with mini camps at, at the NFL level. Some mini camps going on. A lot of them are mandatory. By teams. But ultimately, you know, it's that's more just who showed up and who didn't. That's all those are. ESPN somehow finds a way to talk about that for hours on end. I don't know how, but they do. It's just a dead time. So... Throw a little heat out there. Yep, we're gonna bite. All right, we're gonna we're gonna bite that worm. Hill said he would never take a shot at Mahomes, and that the move to Miami was what was best for his family. If anyone wants to give me heat for doing what's best for me and my family, go ahead and give me heat. You can talk. You can all talk trash to me all day. Yada yada. Death threat to Mr. Cheetah. Whatever you want to say to Mr. Cheetah, you can do that. But please, man, keep my family off limits. That's all I ask. The fact that the fact that he's getting death threats over innocuous comments like that. Over who's more accurate? Who's got the more accurate arm? Patrick Mahomes or Tua? That's... <laughs> Anybody... 
like you see why I, I think this is absolutely preposterous, right? That 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 sort of thing happens. And it's not the first time that this has happened. Granted, it happens more often when you see a player not make a, a winning shot or you know not make the winning touchdown or, or something like that. Something to where they something to where they choke in the last minute of a of a game. You see that more often than not. And even then, it's like, guys, this this is just a game. These are all just games. If you're upset about somebody not making a shot or not getting the touchdown or not helping you get the over, then that's on you, man. You got to figure out where to get some better info. Or if if you know that you're just going to react by flying off the handle, such as, oh, I don't know, sending death threats to guys online, then just don't bet. It's that simple. It's that simple. But I would love to see the subscription numbers for Tyreek Hill's podcast now <laughs> between between episode one and episode two i would love to see just the just how big the spike is and i don't think we're you know us in the media are necessarily sensationalizing sensationalizing this it's, this this is one of those things where okay so this happened <laughs> Thank God something happened, but why does it have to be this? Then again, death threats move the needle. Death threats move the needle. That's why you're hearing about it. Plain and simple. So, yeah. Let's tap the brakes a little bit. In fact, let, let's just tap the brakes in general. On social media, okay, we're we're all being stretched. You know, we're all stretched as far as we can go, anyway. We're all angry about something, and of course, there is you know, like you need that release somewhere. Be smart about it. Go to like a batting cage, or go go to a driving range, or something. That's what I do. Like, if you're that angry about something, just, yeah, just go hit some balls, man. Go to the driving range and wallow in just how bad your your driver, your driving shot hooks to the right. Or is that slice? I guess it depends on which side you're hitting the ball from, but whatever. Calm down. Everybody just needs to calm down. Yes, it's hot. Yes, it's the summer. Yes, our emotions can kind of get the best of us, but I mean, this is over a pot. This is over comments on a podcast, man. Not e- not even a game. We're talking about podcasts.
Budweiser's weekday sports beat. Brought to you by Budweiser, the king of beers, locally distributed by United Beverage Company of South Bend. Baseball fans, this Bud's for you. Also by Tim Grau, State Farm Insurance. Mention Sportsbeat and get a free gift with your free quote. Call Tim at 574-232-9981. The Food Bank of Northern Indiana, hunger is a story we can end. Find out how at feedindiana.org. Also by Barnaby's of Mishawaka and Granger, serving our community while serving Michiana's most favorite pizza since 1978. Pet Refuge, urging you to adopt, don't shop, where new beginnings have happy endings. And the St. Joseph County 4-H Fair, summer starts here, July 1st through the 9th. Get details at 4hfair.com. A little bit of an injury update as far as, uh, as, far as the White Sox go. Uh, nasty collision chasing a foul ball. Uh, between Danny Mendick and uh, and Adam Hazley yesterday for the White Sox in their uh, in their nine five loss, the uh, team making the announcement today that uh, Mendick has suffered a torn ACL in his right knee, likely ending his season. He was hitting two eighty nine with three homers, fifteen RBIs, and a seven eighty six OPS in thirty one games this season. Uh, collided with left fielder left fielder Adam Hazley on a foul pop in the second inning and. Ugh. I saw a video of it. Like I wasn't watching it live. It was, you know, afternoon game yesterday, but saw a video of it like not too not too long after and man, it it looked it looked bad. Like you you knew you knew at least Mendick was hurt yesterday. And now unfortunately we we know the uh the extent of that. Uh so yeah, he that that happened in the second inning. Meantime, right fielder Adam Engel, who left Wednesday's game after three innings, was placed on the ten-day injured list with a strained hamstring. Gavin Sheets was recalled from Triple A Charlotte. Uh, Lennon Sosa was called up from Double A Birmingham, and outfielder Eloy Jimenez was transferred to the sixty-day injured list. Sorry, White Sox fans. Like I'm not gonna lie, I I so would would love to see this team do better than the mediocrity mediocrity that they've been putting forth all season long. I think we all know what they need to do too, but Jerry Reinsdorf isn't gonna do it. At least not mid season anyway. Yeah, I like. I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad for like, that's that's just a team. Granted, dealing with injuries and injuries always throw a wrench into things. Always, but there's so much talent on that team, and that's like this White Sox team, you know, of this era anyway, could go down as one of those teams that. Why, why, why couldn't they get past like the wild card round or the divisional series round? How did they not pick up a ring or two with all that talent? Mm. But the ship's taken on more water in Chicago. Coming up, I've got a proposition. And it involves Jim Tressel. Just, just hear me out on it, okay? Uh, also, 
I cannot get enough of the drama involving the PGA Tour and the Live Tour. Don't get me wrong, I can <laughs> I can go weeks without watching actual golf on TV. But all of this little sniping back and forth and guys you know going you know flipping sides and going to you know going from the PGA to the Live Tour. I'm here for the drama. I'm not going to lie. PGA sweating a little bit. Who do they need to hang on to? I'll uh, I'll give you my list coming up here in just a few minutes. It's Budweiser's weekday sports beat. Sports Radio 960 WSBT. <laughs> The PGA Tour has the Travelers Championship this weekend. Got some odds in case in case you want those. Me? I will not be tuning in. But give me all the drama. In fact, if I do tune in, it's just to hear about all the drama between the PGA Tour and the Live Tour. As I mentioned yesterday, I, I compare it to uh, the mid-90s in pro wrestling when guys were going back and forth between WWF and WCW. It's that same kind of deal where, a bunch, where all like the traditional star, like the Hall of Fame stars, they all went to WCW. Why? Better pay, having to work fewer days, contracts. WWF actually just, a lot of their performers are like, you know, day to day. Same thing going on with the uh, with the PGA Tour and the Live Tour. Guys going to the Live Tour. Why? Fewer days in a golf course, fewer tournaments to have to go to, and way more money. Way more money. Mind-boggling amounts of money. The the PGA Tour so far has lost, uh, what, eight? Eight of their top-ranked guys. That's just kind of over like the last two, three weeks or so. Last month or so. It uh, It's sweating a little bit. I said this yesterday. PGA is sweating the live tour a little bit. PGA has actually announced that they're changing their schedule up next year. And uh, the way that (laughs) they're changing the schedule up is by having these eight exclusive events, including uh, three that could go 
you know, international. They're, they're going to rotate around. But these exclusive tournaments that are limited to just 60 guys, there's more, there's a bigger purse, more money involved. That sounds an awful lot like the Live Tour, doesn't it? <laughs> a lot more money, a lot more money to win and fewer tournaments. Huh. Wonder where they got that idea. If the uh, if the PGA Tour thought that players leaving for the Live Golf Series, uh, you know, if they thought they were going to stop, you know, if the if the caravan was just going to stop at Dustin Johnson and Phil Mickelson, no, 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 no. no. Brooks Kepka left on Monday. Bryson DeChambeau left. Phil and DJ, they're gone already. More players are going to leave. Just a fact of life. Some of these, like a lot of these guys, actually. Some of the some of the higher echelon talent in the PGA Tour are probably being offered money that they have never seen. You know, like the amount of money that they're being offered, they've never seen that much money before. Like for their entire career, let alone just for signing and going to the Live Tour. Like I said, PGA Tour is sweating. They're sweating a little bit. They're feeling the heat. Greg Norman, <laughs> he, he, he's had problems with the PGA Tour for 30 years now, and uh, yeah, the Saudis who 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 back this tour. When they picked him, they knew exactly what they were doing. And the, it's the Live Tour is not going to go away, either. Like you could, the PGA Tour can suspend guys from from play for for playing in a Live Tour event without some sort of uh, some sort of prior event exemption or whatever it's called. They're not going to care. You know, like all like the eighteen guys that left. What was it? Like just before the U.S. Open, they don't care that they're suspended from the PGA Tour. Each of those guys probably signed for at least eight digits. Some cases even nine. You know, Kepka probably got nine digits. Dustin Johnson probably got nine digits. They offered Tiger. Damn near a billion dollars to join? He said no. You know, it's just more more guys are going to leave, even with the PGA Tour adding more events with big prize pools. All right? It's not good. It, the caravan is already going. It's kind of like the train. It's kind of like the South Shore train to Chicago. Just, it's just going to keep coming back like if if there's a guy not on the train right now he'll be on the train later so who does the PGA tour absolutely have to concentrate on to keep the eyeballs on their product i have some names 
Tiger Woods, of course. We have no idea what he, what he can do in the golf course at this point. But he moves the needle every time he steps on one. He has his entire career, even now, even at the Masters, we were, we were all we were all pinned to the TV. Especially the first round of the Masters. We were watching we were watching him in uh, at the the PGA Championship. We were, if you're like me, we were also probably going, he, he really shouldn't be doing this right now. <laughs> Poor guy. Just, he came back too soon. But he's the sport's most famous and wealthiest athlete. If he signs with the Live Tour... You can put a countdown clock on the PGA Tour. Rory McIlroy is another one. You know, Tiger's limited. Fills with the Live Tour and suspended. Rory McIlroy is the best player they got right now. You got to keep the best guy you got, don't you? Again... He doesn't move the needle like Tiger. But people know him. Like people outside, people who don't really even pay attention to golf. They know Rory McIlroy. They've seen Rory McIlroy. At least in, you know, like sports center commercials. Things having to do with sports. You know, they, they, they've seen him before. I mean, he's on the record you know as far as as far as his hatred of the live tour quite honestly his love of the PGA tour you know but look everybody's got a price so they got to keep him right these are some of the guys where you kind of got to start you know really fixing things if these guys are leaving. All right. Rory leaves. Tiger leaves. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do from that point on. They're done. These guys, they can survive the hit. In fact, some of these guys on this level, like a Brooks Kepka or a Bryson DeChambeau, you know, who have already gone to the live tour. They could survive it. It's gonna, it's gonna be a bit. It's gonna be a hit. There's definitely gonna be a, a hole in the side of the boat. But they might be able, might be able to get past this. You know, guys like Morikawa, Colin Morikawa, he had to come out on social media this week saying that he wasn't going because the rumors persisted, and the guy just <laughs> probably doesn't want to get suspended. You know. Because you know, since he's not going over there, you don't want to get suspended from the, from the gig that he has. You know, all these guys—they're they're young enough too. They've won majors. Kepka, you know, and, and DeChambeau—they get they get eyeballs on them. All right, DeChambeau's a 
a freak show, quite honestly. Everybody loves to see that guy hit a golf ball. That that alone <laughs> is going to drive eyeballs to the Live Tour. But Scotty Scheffler's the number one player in the world right now. He's also the reigning Masters champ. Will Zalatoris, he's climbing in popularity. He had a good weekend at the, at the U.S. Open, almost won the thing. Runner-up in three of the four majors. Justin Thomas, he's moved ahead of, uh, of Jordan Spieth. But general public knows Jordan Spieth pretty well. John Rahm, I don't think, is going, but you know you got to do what you can to make sure that doesn't happen. He's spoken out so strongly against the Live Tour that if he changes his mind, wah! What, what did John Rom say? John Rom said that uh, you know, in regards to you know, is he going to entertain an offer from the Live Tour? John Rom said, "No, I like playing championship golf." <laughs> Again, I can't get enough of the just like the sniping back and forth between the two. That's such a solid line. I like playing go- championship golf. <laughs> These guys, you know, the next few guys that I'm going to mention, they're not exactly dangerous on their own, but if you get a group of them leaving all at the same time, there's an issue. You know, Dustin Johnson, you know, kind of blah. It's eh. a little bit older as well. But a Victor Hovland, he's kind of paired up as one of those guys who's like the next best talent in golf with uh, with Colin Morikawa. He's in that same boat. Xander Shoffley, he's an Olympic champion. He's a contender. Hideki Matsuyama, he's he's got the international eyeballs on him. Also, a master's green jacket on him. Cameron Smith is a top 10 player this year with wins at this year's Players' Championship and the Tournament of Champions. Like, you know, say four of those guys. Say, you know, Shoffley, Matsuyama, Hovland. You know, maybe a, maybe a Max Homa as well. He's got social media eyes. Homa does. Say those four, like over the course of a week, I'll just, you know, one right after the other over the course of a week. That would that would cause some waves. These next few guys, not exactly household names, but if you're tuning into golf every week, you know these names. These are guys who, like I said, not exactly big names, but you know them. Like the U.S. Open champ, Matt Fitzpatrick. Patrick Reed is already there. Patrick Cantley won the uh, the FedEx Cup last season. That uh, you know those guys those guys moving over to the Live Tour that you know you might be able to overlook that, but still kind of paying attention to it if I'm the PGA. Here's some of the international guys though. 
and I think I think the international guys are kind of the guys that the Live Tour is focusing on right now, anyway. Guys like Sergio Garcia, who's already there. Adam Scott's not there, though. Adam Scott's, you know, major tour, major winner. Terrell Hatton, Justin Rose, you know, those, those guys bring a lot of viewership internationally. A lot of eyeballs in Europe for those guys. There's 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 a lot of guys that the PGA Tour has to has to keep an eye on right now. And like I said, ship's starting to take on a little bit of water. It's not like a big gaping hole in the ship yet. But there's a pretty good dent in it. And like a couple of little leaks are springing out of it. You know? Like where where two pieces of, uh, of sheet metal come together, you know? Water kind of shooting through the screw holes there. That's what the PGA Tour is looking like right now. Some of those guys that you'll see on the, uh, the the Travelers Championship this weekend, if you if you tune into that, I've got some uh, some numbers for you as far as uh, as far as predictions and uh, who to bet on this weekend. If you're if you're a golf fan, also uh, let's see NBA draft uh, some numbers there too. Those are more those are that's almost more like a game, <laughs> like a like a board game almost. Who's getting picked when? How likely is this to happen? I'll get to those coming up in a little bit. It's Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT. Few little odds and ends to uh, let you know about. Bucks guard. Notre Dame alum Pat Connaughton. He's exercising his $5.7 million option to return to the Bucks for the uh, 2022-23 season. Set career highs this year, almost 10 points a game, over 26 minutes per game, 65 appearances last year. Also pulled down four rebounds, averaged an assist every game, setting a personal mark with 146 three-pointers. Good bench guy. $5.7 million. Right on, Pat. Stanley Cup playoffs last night. Uh, Colorado going up three games to one in overtime, beating Tampa Bay three to two. <laughs> um, these guys sounded a little bit confused. I'm I'm just gonna say that right now. ESPN sounded a little bit confused last night. Padre back in action tonight by Vasilevsky. Oh, what a play! We are looking for the signal from the officials. They're going to take a look at the replay for sure. They think they have won the game. And sure enough, they had. Don't worry, ESPN. ABC, whatever. Don't worry, Disney Sports. You weren't the only ones. This is from the uh, the Avalanche's radio station, 92.5 Altitude Sports in Denver. The other way, Lekkonen just off the bench. Quickly ahead, now some Kadri inside the circle. Kadri! Where's the puck? <laughs> How did that not go in? 
It did. It did go in. It did? It did. We it did. <laughs> he scores! Nazem Kadri! Yeah. The Kadri man can! I didn't see it, but they did! I don't believe it! Kadri into the lineup! He gets the overtime winner! <laughs> I didn't hear the color on I was putting that sound in into the system today. I didn't hear the color analyst start chuckling too, like I was. <laughs> But don't worry. Don't worry. It, it was confusing, all right? I didn't know where the puck was. And then, of course, you, they show the slow-motion instant replay, and it's just like, well, why didn't they see it? <laughs> it's just stuck at the top of the net. That's all. <laughs> we'll get to those betting numbers coming up. Uh, for the uh, for the Travelers Championship and also uh, for the NBA Draft. Talk a little uh, NBA Draft tonight. A couple of local kids in Brooklyn for the draft. Blake Wesley, Jaden Ivey, they're there. They're going to get picked tonight. I've got some guesses on where they're going to go. It's coming up. Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT. Jim Rizzari in for Darren Pritchett. Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Don't forget, not here tomorrow. You're going to hear CBS Sports in this time slot tomorrow. Darren's back on Monday. I'm going to go get X-ray or maybe even both, you know, heat ray vision and X-ray vision tomorrow. But if Monday comes around and I'm and I'm not like shooting laser beams through steel walls, you know, through like the walls of a safe, I'm gonna be real disappointed. Uh, we're making it a whole hell of a lot easier to uh, to get some money this summer too. Uh, all you gotta do is play the John's Auto Spa Double Bingo game. Get, get your bingo card. Play for big cash jackpots at MichiganaBingo.com. We give you a free space. Just like regular bingo. The Remax 100 free space. Use that right in the center. The uh, The jackpot grows daily by 100 bucks. If nobody wins, you know, this has been going on, what, since Monday? Nobody, Nobody's won it yet. What does that make it? Huh, tomorrow would be like $1,000. Just saying. All summer long, tons of cash being given away. Uh, for rules, bingo cards, head on over to michianabingo.com. It is brought to you by, and also, you know, these participating co-sponsors too, SCORE, the Food Bank of Northern Indiana, also First State Bank helping us uh, give you a whole bunch of extra money just in time for $5 a gallon gas. Yay! So I've been teasing this a little bit. This is just a hypothetical. Just a hypothetical. This part, actual fact. This actually happened. Former former Ohio State coach Jim Tressel announced that uh, he's going to be stepping down as Young, Youngstown State's president in February. He informed the, uh, the school's board of trustees about that yesterday. He's served as Youngstown State's president since 2014 after working as an executive vice president at Akron 
Also coached Youngstown State, their football team, from uh, 1986 to 2000, winning four FCS, then Division I AA national titles, and also serving as athletic director before leaving for Ohio State in January of 01. Trestle led Ohio State, of course, to a national championship in 2002, went 106-22 with six Big Ten titles before resigning amid NCAA violations in 2011, in May of 2011. Trestle wrote that he would work seven days a week until his departure on February 1st, 2023. Youngstown State still finalizing plans to search for Trestle's successor. So, okay. Here's the hypothetical. Here's, here's where we get into the hypotheticals. Say... Say, say they find a replacement for Jim Trestle before February. Say Youngstown State finds a replacement for Jim Trestle well, like, at like the end of August. Obviously, you know, 69 years old, probably, probably don't want to get back into, you know, hardcore coaching, probably doesn't want to be a head coach anywhere. Kind of turn that corner a little bit with, uh, you know, being the president of a university and also the vice president of a university. But, 69 years old, my, my dad's into his 70s. There's some times where he's even like, man, I wish I, you know, like, he, you know, still in good shape, still gets around by himself, you know, all that. My dad, even at his age, is like, man, I, w I wish I had something to do. So hypothetically, you've got a first-year head coach here at Notre Dame in Marcus Freeman, who, oh, by the way, is an Ohio State alumni, alumnus, actually. Probably knows Jim Tressel. Probably talked with Jim Tressel. Probably has at least some sort of relationship with Jim Trestle, I would imagine. Hypothetically, what would be the harm in having Jim Trestle hanging around Notre Dame as like, you know, some sort of like, you know, offensive assistant or something? You know, not a, not a coordinator or anything like that. Not a... You know, in, in charge of, like, a position or anything. What do they call those guys in, in, in the NFL? Like, efficiency coordinators? Maybe give them that title. You know, give, give them something like that. Something something real cake. Something real cakewalky, you know? Something that he doesn't have to put a ton of effort into, but at the same time, you know, just having him on staff just to pick his brain. That probably wouldn't be a terrible thing, would it? And, of course, you'd have the, uh, you know, say Youngstown State does find a successor and, you know, this sort of thing can come together quickly, hypothetically, of course. What a fun little storyline for, <laughs> for Notre Dame and Ohio State on September 3rd, don't you think? Again, speaking in hypotheticals, everything between 
me saying that he's leaving Youngstown State and just now, all hypothetical. I know nothing. I'm. That's literally what popped in my head when I read it this afternoon. When I saw the headline this afternoon. That's, that's what popped into my head. Some hypotheticals. I don't think it'd be terrible. Like I said, you know, won a national championship. 106 and 22 at Ohio State. That's a pretty good record. Six Big Ten titles. Guy knows how to win. The show cause penalty, that's long since expired. I'm just saying, hypothetical. Hypothetical. I know that, you know, I know that there's experience on, on the coaching staff as well. You know, Al Golden with all the NFL experience that he has, also the head coaching experience from uh, from his days in at Miami and Temple. You know, there, there's there's a lot of experience on the coaching staff, but you know, just to me that 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 almost kind of just seems like a like a resource that uh, you know why not why not just tap it a little bit more? That's all. Just a hypothetical. <laughs> That's it. I'm washing my hands of the subject. I'm probably going to forget about it by Monday. <laughs> just, again, hypothetical. Uh, this caught my eye. Major League Baseball is now allowing teams to sell CBD sponsorships. Like, we're just getting into sports gambling sponsorships and what. Like, I, like I feel like we're still in the infancy on that stuff still. And now baseball. Baseball of all of, of, all of the big four. Baseball is wanting to allow teams to sell CBD sponsorships. The uh, commissioner's office informing teams that a sponsor would need to be certified by the NSF, a global health and safety organization, to ensure that the CBD products do not contain THC, which would obviously cause psychoactive effects. A sponsor would also need to be approved by the commissioner's office. But just the fact that you know, Major League Baseball, this... Maybe this is typecasting a little bit. I don't mean it to be. But usually, it's the NBA that's more progressive as far as, you know, expanding, expanding their universe as far as the sponsorship aspect goes. You know? This feels like a very NBA move. I'm just, like, okay. Okay, baseball. Not not a terrible move. Of course, you know, you've got you've got, you know, CBD available uh everywhere. Like I can I can go to Walmart at, at ten o'clock at night. There it is. I can order it online. It shows up at my door. No problem. You don't have to, you know, go go across state lines or anything for for C B D. That just seemed very progressive to me. Also, here's something too. Under proposed Title uh, Title Nine regulations from the federal government, released Thursday on the 50th anniversary of the Title Nine law, 
Coaches and athletic department administrators would still be barred in most cases from removing an athlete accused of sexual misconduct from a sports team while an investigation is pending. While the U.S. Department of Education proposed rolling back several of the Title IX provisions enacted in 2020 by the Trump administration, including the standard of evidence needed to determine a violation occurred, it keeps in place the provision that prevents disciplinary actions against students until an investigation has determined they were at fault. The long-anticipated proposed regulations cover a wide range of issues pertaining to how schools enforce the Title IX gender equality law to, in, uh, in responding to allegations of sexual harassment, assault, and discrimination. For the first time, the rules would formally protect LGBTQ students under Title IX, making clear that preventing someone from participating in school programs and activities consistent with their gender identity would cause harm in violation of Title IX, according to the department. However, the department held off in proposing rules regarding the eligibility of transgender athletes in sports, saying it will engage in separate rulemaking to address whether and how the department should amend the Title IX regulations to address students' eligibility to participate on a particular male or female athletics team. So that, uh, that coming out of Washington today. Some of the proposed rollbacks and changes for colleges in the uh, proposed regulations, some of the changes, uh, broaden the definition of sex-based harassment and discrimination, include reports of incidents that occurred off-campus within a school's Title IX jurisdiction. Currently, most are they're mostly excluded. Permit but not require a live hearing in which those who report incidents and those who are accused can be cross-examined and allow for such hearings to happen in a virtual setting where the parties are not in direct proximity. Currently, live hearings are required in most cases. Also to require schools to use a uh, preponderance, of, preponderance of the evidence standard of proof, which means there's a more than 50% chance the inappropriate conduct occurred unless the school uses the higher clear and convincing standard in all other comparable proceedings. So that happened today. 50-year anniversary of Title IX. And uh, things are getting changed. Department of Education will make a final ruling on the proposals after a public comment period of 60 days. There we go. We will, uh, we will get to those numbers as far as uh, the PGA Tour this weekend with the Travelers Championship. We'll get to those uh, coming up in a little bit. Also numbers for the NBA Draft tonight. Talk a little bit about uh, about where Jaden Ivey and uh, Blake Wesley could be going, at least as far as picks go. There's some there's some trade talk, possibly percolating. Just like you just like you do with a draft. That's old hat. Dan Patrick's above noise right now on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat, brought to you by Budweiser, the king of beers, locally distributed by United Beverage Company of South Bend. Baseball fans, this Bud's for you. Also by Tim Growl State Farm Insurance. Mention Sports Beat. Get a free gift with your free quote. Call Tim at 574-232-9981. The Food Bank of Northern Indiana. Hunger is a story we can end. Find out how at feedindiana.org. The St. Joseph County 4-H Fair. Summer starts here July 1st through the 9th. Get details at 4hfair.com. Barnaby's of Mishawaka and Granger, serving our community while serving Michiana's most favorite pizza since 1978. And by Pet Refuge, urging you to adopt Don't Shop, where new beginnings have happy endings.
tomorrow. Uh, CBS Sports at 5 o'clock. No, no weekday sports beat tomorrow. Uh, Darren will be back on Monday. I will be getting uh, x-ray vision, hopefully. Fingers crossed on that. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, let's talk some money because, you know, <laughs> I'm going to need some money to pay for, pay for getting this x-ray vision or heat ray vision. You know what I mean? LASIK's expensive. Not as expensive as it used to be, though. All right, Traveler's Championship. Rory, by the way, leading things at uh, at eight under, tied with uh, JT Poston after after round one. Xander Shoffley and Martin Laird at uh, at seven under, and uh, you know everything clumps up from there, starting at six under. So uh, three majors down, of course. PGA Tour now in Connecticut for the Travelers Championship, TPC River Highlands. Yeah, the course plays a little short. Going to require players to be keyed into every aspect of their game. At least that's what this script says. Uh, as an added note, recent winners of this tournament hit the top ten in the U.S. Open. Oh, how about that? Here's some numbers. Uh, let's see. Scotty Scheffler or Rory McIlroy. They both have the same numbers here. Uh, plus 800 to win. Plus 225 to get in the top five. Plus 100 for the top 10 finish. Patrick Cantlay. Plus 1,200 to win. Plus 275 for a top five. Plus 100 for a top 10. Sam Burns, plus 1,800 to win. Plus 350 top five. And then uh, plus 175 for a top 10 finish. And then uh, Jordan Spieth and Xander Shoffley. Plus 1,800 to win each of them, uh, plus 400 for a top five, and plus 200 for a top ten. Kind of hard not to be locked into Scheffler here. Kind of hard. At least for a top five, anyway. Maybe back that up, you know, play on speed for a top five? Like I said, 225 on Scheffler, plus 400 for, uh, for Spieth. Joel Dahman getting plus 800 for a top 10 finish. Kind of kind of a smart bet there. Although the, uh, the plus 8,000 number for outright winner. I mean... <sighs> where, is, uh, where is Joel Dahman right now? On the... Tied for 16th at 3-under. That's that's still in the hunt, right? If you want an even longer shot than that, consider Hayden Buckley for a top 40 finish at plus 350. Hayden Buckley right now, also tied for 16th at 3 under par. I may have to bet on some golf this weekend. How about that? <laughs> Who the fuck, man? Me betting on golf. <laughs> NBA draft tonight. In addition to uh, 
in addition to making your numbers, uh, you know, almost like a drinking game, almost. You can actually win some money, too. Odds for the favorite going into the draft for the first pick, Jabari Smith. Uh, more and more reports coming out that he's going to be the number one pick of the Orlando Magic. Uh, he's at minus 300 right now. Of course, I also got these numbers like a couple of hours ago, so uh, maybe not. <laughs> Those numbers might be even deeper now. Uh, Paolo Banchero, plus 350 to maybe go number one. Chet Holmgren, plus 550. The odds for the second pick. Holmgren at minus 250 because more and more reports are coming out that he's solid pick for number two. Smith at plus 250 and uh, Banchero plus 350. Uh, based on those numbers, pretty clear how one, two, and three are going to be going down. Hell, Woj dropping that bomb earlier today, too, that the order of the top three picks is increasingly firm. Sacramento at number four, though, that's where things start to get a little interesting. It's been talk of, uh, of Sacramento trading the pick. The Knicks, for some reason, showing up a lot in those trade talks. The uh, the Knicks in the first round are picking, I believe, number 11 overall. So, you know, kind of, you know, like if they're if they're wanting one of the top one of the top stud guys who can make an impact kind of immediately. Although that's kind of not what the draft is for, but whatever. <laughs> maybe, maybe the Knicks trade that pick. I don't know. I don't know. But if that trick, if, uh, you know, if Sacramento stays with the pick, they might still pull a surprise, taking Keegan Murray over Jaden Ivey. Yeah. Currently, Murray is plus 115 as a fourth pick. That could be worth a look. That's, uh, that's not terrible, quite honestly. Yeah, a lot of a lot of mock drafts though have uh, have Ivy going at least with the number you know, going fourth in the draft. More confident in the Ivy part at number four than the Sacramento part, quite honestly. So. Keegan Murray does fit Sacramento's roster a little bit better, though. So, hell, Detroit might trade up one. They're at number five. Pacers are at number six. Eh, never know. He worked out for the Pistons. Not Sacramento, though. But eh. if Mur if if Ivy does go number four, Murray goes number five. Benedict Mathurin, uh, number six to the Pacers. I remember him from the NCAA tournament. That would be that would be a tremendous draft pick, actually. That that would be really really good. You know, all the Malcolm Brogdon rumors, you know, with the Pacers, very real. Something for either Washington at ten or maybe even the Knicks at number eleven, a genuine possibility. Of course, the Knicks still also have dreams of uh, 
Kyrie Irving and Jalen Brunson dancing in their head, so who knows. Or they may try to move up to the number four pick. Grab Ivy. I don't know. Indiana has a pick at 31 as well with a lot of interesting possibilities. Buddy Heald. We're, we're on Buddy Heald trade alert right now. As far as, uh, let's see, where Blake Wesley is going, a lot of places having him going number 20 to the Spurs. Spurs have picks at 20, 25, and 38. Could easily find themselves trading up if they can find a partner willing to trade down. But uh, that's a that's a that's a pretty good fit on a Spurs that on a Spurs team that's kind of gone after you know the multi-tool perimeter player in recent drafts. Blake Wesley would be a pretty good pick there. Plus, if they can get it done with a salary dump, one of those trades. With, with one of those draft picks? Come on. How do you say no? How do you say no? <laughs> a hypothetical. Alec, Burke and, Alec Burks and uh, Nerland's Noel off the Knicks' hands in return for a swap of the number 25 for the number 11. Hmm. Could happen. Never now. Let's talk some baseball real quick, too, before we seed things over to the uh, South Bend Cubs. Let's see. Seattle at Oakland. Out west tonight. Or that was actually this afternoon. Yeah, I don't need that. Yankees. <laughs> Yankees hosting Houston this weekend. <laughs> uh, I mean, the Yankees are the Yankees right now. Just bombing everybody out. Now, granted, Astros coming in after taking a brief two-game series from the Mets, both games. Are the Astros good enough to beat the Yankees? I mean, they've, they've got the talent. Yankees probably like beating the Astros more than the Red Sox these days, though. Whenever these two have met since what was it 2017 since 2017 these that's been the more interesting game than Yankees Red Sox New Yorkers of course thinking that Houston stole World Series titles in 2017 and 19 with the, with the cheating uh, oh no we didn't get 28 and 28 <laughs> Bombers aren't exactly non-cheaters themselves, though. <laughs> so, you know, we've seen the letters. Jameis Italian, though. Italian. 8-1, 270 ERA. He's turned into one of the American League's top pitchers. 4-0 with a 215 ERA. 33 strikeouts over his past six starts. Framber Valdez for Houston tonight. He's, he's pretty good, too. New York's 16 and 7 though versus Southpaws. Like I said, the Yankees are just on that tear. Ugh. Yankees minus 125. Find that number. Go with it. I implore you. Uh, let's do one more here. 
Phillies at the Padres later tonight. 9.40 first pitch there. <laughs> Phillies fans are probably like, eh, let's let's fire this manager. Yes, I know. I know. They just fired Joe Girardi. I know. Phillies are 15-5 and five in June, but they've lost their last three. They're bored now. <laughs> fire the manager. It'll, it'll excite, make things exciting again for the Phillies. They'll go on another tear. You're kind of bored, though. Those, those These last three games, they've looked bored. Kind of need a little fire lit under them again. Just got swept at Texas. Kind of a, kind of a kick in the you-know-what's there. And now they're facing uh, Cy Young candidate Joe Musgrove tonight. Yeah. Padres have won 11 of 12 starts behind the right-hander, who has posted a 159 ERA. San Diego straight up minus 150. There you go. So, go forth and prosper. Uh, good luck to, uh, to Jaden Ivey. Good luck to Blake Wesley tonight at the draft. Don't worry, you won't be sitting in the green room long. <laughs> like they're listening right now. What do I <laughs> like they're listening to my dumbass. Anyway. <sighs> South Bend Cubs baseball. Coming up next. Sports Radio 960. WSBT.